Hey guys, I hope you're having a good day. What is a good day? A good day is one that starts and ends spending time with our wonderful Lord. Uh, we're still in 1 Thessalonians in chapter 5, looking at verses 13 through 15. And again, these Thessalonian friends, they are contagious. They have contagious faith, contagious love, contagious hope. I hope we all catch all these things. Hey, did you know patience is a virtue? So why is it so necessary to help others? For church to reach out in their community and impact unbelievers with the love of the gospel, they need to first reach into their hearts and learn to love. Learn to love each other in a peaceful and patient way. We know this is not easy. Our local churches are made up of people from incredibly diverse backgrounds, personalities, and cultures. Some are fun to be around. Others are obnoxious. Some are an encouragement and some are a drain. You want to shake the hands of some and shake your head at others. Living and loving in a peaceful, patient way is a challenge. It is interesting that in verse 12, Paul asks, beseech the young Christians to respectfully follow their pastor's leadership and graciously respond to their counsel and preaching. Now, in regards to dealing with disappointing, difficult people in the congregation, Paul did not ask. He urged, though a slight difference, it is easy to ignore the selfishness and sin of others in order to be a peace faker instead of being willing to confront sin and be a peacemaker. Who doesn't hate confrontation? Who is excited about being accused of being the self-elected judge in your small group or church body? If you knew someone put strychnine poison in a cup and offered it to a friend, you would do all you could to stop them from drinking it. If you saw a blind man was about to walk out in front of a car, would you not warn him? The Bible says, warn the unruly. What Paul calls the unruly can be personified in a number of ways. What I mean is disorderly, disobedient brothers or sisters can be the critical spirits that feel good about themselves by looking down on everyone else. When they hear of someone's sin, their first thought and statement to anyone who will listen to their gossip, oh my, I would never do that. How wicked can a person be? These are the divisive busybodies that have not yet learned to be or to quietly concentrate on their own lives and work to change. They are unruly because they think more highly of themselves than they ought to think. We're also to comfort the feeble-minded. If you look in another direction in your church, it won't take long before you will see a feeble-minded friend who needs comfort, lots of it. The feeble-minded are the anxious, fearful, terror-stricken individuals who lack all confidence and, for whatever reason, refuse to take their tiny focus off their own problems and put it solely on the one who can open up their minds to the power and strength of the almighty, all-powerful God. The fretful and faint-hearted have a small view of themselves, and therefore, they have a small view of God. They truly believe that the God who spoke our universe into existence, put the rings around Saturn, and hung the moon and stars in the sky, is not big enough to solve their puny problems. They need patient encouragement and constant reminders of how big and how wonderful and how powerful their God really is. The encouragement to memorize and meditate on Psalm 1, Psalm 23, Psalm 100, and Psalm 19 is a great place to start. Hey, we're supposed to support the weak. Supporting weak people takes time. Supporting weak believers takes commitment that only can be accomplished through patient love. Weak people need constant support. If God has given you a strong disposition, you may struggle in understanding the needs of the weak. 
Although if the roles were reversed, you would be overly thankful for someone strong enough to patiently help you to strengthen your resolve to hate sin and love God more. We, we could call the weak tomato steak Christians. A tomato plant can bear beautiful, healthy fruit as long as it is attached to a stake rooted deeply in the ground. When the stake is taken out, the plant falls, the fruit rots on the ground. Weak believers can be fruitful as long as they recognize their weakness and attach themselves firmly to strong believers. The Bible also encourages here to be patient toward all men, which includes the unruly, the feeble-minded, and the weak. Patience is a challenge to those who do not struggle with laziness, faint-heartedness, or weakness. To grow in patience is to grow in godliness. As we saw in the beginning of Paul's letter, patience is closely linked to hope. With most of the difficult tests, difficult trials, and difficult people where our patience is most challenged, we want to impose a deadline or an end to it. In a way, patience is the supernatural ability to persevere and endure the difficulty without giving God a deadline to remove it. Now, there is an expiration date already marked on each challenge. It is called eternity. This is where hope comes in. The blessed hope of our Lord's return where all weakness feeble-mindedness, and unruly sinfulness will be no more is a great comfort. There is an end, maybe not this month or this year or even this life, but if those who are called to warn, comfort, and support those who are easily given to failure can just endure and persevere until the coming of the Lord, they will be rewarded, blessed, and thanked by not only the Lord himself, but by the transformed, no longer weak, feeble, or unruly friends that we encourage here on earth. Finally, Paul ends this first set of admonitions with the words, See that none render evil for evil unto any man, but ever follow that which is good, both among yourselves and to all men. Impatience likes to retaliate. It is the default setting for many of us in a feeble attempt to get back and let those who make life difficult feel the pain that they are causing. God says, No. God reminds us that vengeance is His, and He can repay better than we can even imagine. We need to do good. We need to keep doing good, not just to those who reciprocate love to us, but to those who don't. God will make up the lack of His love in His time, okay? I promise. Hey, our time's up. I hope you enjoyed the study today. It's kind of sad we're getting close to the end of 1 Thessalonians, but it's been a wonderful, wonderful study. And I hope we're all as contagious as these guys were. But our time's up. And uh, remember, this is the day the Lord made. Let's rejoice. Let's be glad in it. And I hope that today you have a great day.